Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is Talksport Daily. Hello and happy Tuesday, duck lovers. Welcome to the Jason Cundy Talksport Daily podcast with your host, yes, me, Jason Victor Cundy. And you can check me out later on the sports bar. That's from 10 p.m. with Dean Saunders. Anyway, we begin with the news that Celtic manager Ange Postacoglu has agreed terms to become the new Tottenham Hotspur boss. On White and Jordan, the former Crystal Palace owner Simon Jordan said that he likes the look of the appointment. Talksport understands that Spurs are poised to confirm Postacoglu's appointment after agreeing a two-year contract to move to North London. I think it's a decent appointment. I think he's a very good manager. I think he'll play a brand of football that will appeal to the Tottenham fans. Obviously, he's coming into a league where it's very competitive, but this is a man that's gone into Scottish football last year, scored 114 goals in 38 games, so his team scores three goals a game. You can only beat what's in front of you. He's going to get a better group of players, arguably, maybe not in mindset right now, but certainly technical ability at Tottenham. So I think, it, and I have this real admiration for the Australian outlook. I think yeah. when you get a decent Australian working for you, they have this character and this ability to be able to manage up, manage sideways, manage down. They have an, a, a desire to overcome obstacles rather than use them as an excuse for not being able to achieve the things that they've been brought in to achieve. If he goes to Tottenham, I, I think he'll be all right. On to the former Spurs gaffer, Harry Redknapp now on Drive. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I don't, you know, I've said before, I met, met him out in Australia, went out and managed a game for the Jordan national team. He managed the Australian team. And Timmy Cahill, who played for the Australian team, just chatting to him before the game, he said, our manager's fantastic. I said, really? He said, Harry, he's top drawer. And that was it. And I thought, I'd never heard of him at that time. You know, he's managing somewhere out in Japan or wherever he was, and also managing the Australian national team. But Timmy Cahill was no fool. He said he's brilliant. So, And he stuck with me. And then I watched his pro, how he's done at Celtic. He's been brilliant. Yeah, I think he's, I like him. He tells it, you know, there's no fanny with him. He talks straight and yeah. tells it as it is, doesn't he? I like him. On to Danny Kelly's press box now with his son, Sean Custis, and former Spurs midfielder, Danny Murphy. I think it's a really positive appointment. I mean, irrelevant of how they've got to him, 
where he mm. was on the list, I think he ticks so many boxes. It's not going to take much for anyone to go in there and, and get the fans on board after what they've had to watch for the last season. <sighs> that That's for sure. I think he's calm. He plays front foot football, presses high, he's got energy in his team, he has a go. That will please the Spurs fans in itself. He seems to have a, a self-belief and a single-mindedness in the press conferences I've seen of him. He's very assured when he speaks about what he wants and what, what he expects. He doesn't look like the type of manager, and this isn't always the case, but he doesn't look like the type of manager you'd want to mess around with. I think he'd give it to you straight. I think that the fact that he hasn't been in one of the big European leagues could be a problem, but you could also choose to look at it, and I do, as imagine what kind of person, the determination and talent you've got to have mm. to take yourself from the relative footballing backwater mm. of Australia to the Premier League. If it was a player, we'd be saying, wow, he's done well, hasn't he? And so I think it's probably the same with managers. Of course it's tricky when they haven't got any experience in the Premier League, but you know how are you going to get that until you get to the Premier League? I all, Sean, I would say back to those people, all managerial appointments are a gamble. Unless you can get Klopp, Guardiola or Ancelotti, even Julian Nagelsmann, for all his PR and his achievements so far, would be a gamble. Um, and I guess all you can do here is pick yourself up, take a deep breath and you get behind the guy and see how he gets on. Staying with Spurs, they should sell Harry Kane. Not my words, but with Real Madrid making him the number one target this summer for the transfer, yes, Andy Townsend said they should consider selling. If you don't believe me, here is the proof of 80. He's been waiting a long time. He's done his bit. He's playing his part. He's coming up with the numbers. But others around him haven't been good enough. And I, I just think that it's almost like they're facilitating Harry Kane just to break this record. Yeah. What good's that to a Spurs fan? Exactly. Yeah. It's lovely. It's a lovely. But where's the? There's nothing tangible in terms of trophies. No. About the fact that Harry breaks the beats Alan Shearer's record in a couple of three years' time, whatever no. it might be. Spurs need some trophies. They need to think about how they can become a very successful club again. And it might be. It might be that you let him move on, take the money, and this time maybe invest it better. Every Spurs fan I talk to seems to think that if Harry goes, that's it. You know, all of a sudden they're staring, they're staring mid-table again in the face next season. It don't always work out that way. Can you imagine if if Spurs this summer, if they let Harry go for 120 million quid, if that's how much it costs to get mm. him, and they let him go? Thanks very much, Harry. Off you go, and he's he's going to do his thing, and we're now going to do something else. If you went and got Wilfred Zaharin and Sadio Mane out there with Son, oh, right? You can certainly get one of those on a free if you wanted to, if he wanted to come. Now, it might not be to everybody's everybody's cup of tea, but I tell you what, there's I still think there's an exciting way forward for Spurs without Harry Kane, but most of them are all of the opinion that they don't sell him, that they shouldn't sell him and that mm. they can't win anything in the future. The new manager can't be successful without him. I'm not so sure about it. On to cricket now, and England have been dealt a blow ahead of the Ashes. Spinner Jack Leach has been ruled out of the series with an injury. Former England off-spinner Monty Panesar said that Moen Ali should come out of retirement to replace Leachy. We do know that Moen Ali has definitely been approached by Brendan McCullum. Uh, they want him to come out of test retirement and join up immediately with their squad. Yeah, that's a good option. That's a probably a slightly safer one as well. They know what they're going to get from Moen Ali. He spent a lot of time with Ben Stokes during the IPL. They were in the same team. They won, obviously, you know, the IPL this year. So they will know, you know, when you're winning, they know uh, how to maybe bring some winning momentum to the Ashes this year and, uh, you know, what kind of different strategies or 
thought processes that they may need to bring in. And Moen Ali could provide an extra option to that. But if he wants to come back, he has to be 100% sure. He's got a sort of, we we'll probably will get that call at some stage from Ben Stokes. How are you feeling? You know, I need a favour. I think I need you to get your, um, you know, uh, whites on because I'm, I may want you to play in that first test match. He's got to have, be 100% sure that he wants to be involved in the Ashes and give his 100% commitment because it is the biggest test series for any England cricketer. And the 11 that play, they've got to be absolutely on it. And the spinner that comes in has to relish the challenge and not shy away from the Australian sort of, you know, dominance that they're going to show throughout the Ashes. Moeen has definitely not said yes yet. He's, I think he's asked for a, a day or so to think about it. You might think it would be automatic to, to come back and play in the Ashes, but he hasn't played a Red Bull game for two years. He's very happy doing what he does. He's still obviously a very important and successful white ball cricketer for England. He's got numerous franchise opportunities. He's just come back from the IPL. He hasn't bowled a red ball in anger since the India test at the Oval two years ago. So, And he, yeah. he's also commitments lined up for this summer, like playing for Worcestershire in the Blast and also um, some work for the BBC, I believe. Zlatan Ibrahimic has confirmed that he has officially retired from football. Or maybe football has retired from him. I, I just don't know. At the ripe old age of 41, European football expert Kevin Atchard said the Swede is undoubtedly one of the best of a generation. There's only one Zlatan. Are you sure? Yeah. You know Zlatan? You call me arrogant. I'm just being myself, and I know what I'm doing. I know exactly what I'm doing. And Zlatan has scored the equaliser for Paris Saint-Germain. Lions, they don't compare themselves with humans. It's in for Ibrahimovic, he's there! And has he just won the EFL Cup final for Manchester United with a header? I'm not the typical Swedish guy, but I put Sweden on the map, so... Like I said, I feel like Benjamin Button. I was born old, I will die young. What do you do? What is the next chapter? I know there is a lot of possibilities. I know you, I can do a lot of things. The big man arrives on the big stage with a goal for Sweden. Like I said, the adrenaline I get on the field, I will never get that in something else. I think we will look back on him as one of the great strikers. I think he can back it up with what he's won. He can back it up with the fact he's been to different countries and succeeded. He can back it up with the fact he's got over 500 goals. And the fact that he was the record scorer for Sweden, even though at various stages he kind of stepped away from that. Yeah. So he could have played even more games and scored even more goals. But I think it's the moment. I think some of the spectacular goals he scored that only really he could have scored some really quite extraordinary goals. And I think people will take some of the kind of bravado. I think they'll look back on that more fondly yeah, <laughs> yeah. over time. Yeah. You know, he was deliberately controversial. It was all part of his personality. And here's Ali McQuist getting angry about barbecues. I do want to know who are the people that walk in and demand a kilo of cheddar? <laughs> who are these people? And then get stung by yes. an almost 40% increase. Exactly. What? Exactly. Terrible. Do you know MD that walk in and say, um, okay, let's have some burgers, I'll go for the chicken wings, um, I'll have some lamb chops, get some lamb chops, and do you know something? I'll have a kilo of cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to push I, I the boat out, a kilo. I t exactly, mm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who are these people? 
when you I roll don't it want out. To know. <laughs> I really want you to figure out how much your uh, barbecue might have cost last year versus oh. this year, and how much the increase might have been. Don't do it now because that wouldn't make. Well, I've got five boys, as you know. My barbecues officially cost me millions of pounds. I bet you would need a kilo. They, they just eat. Eat, they're meat-eating animals. They really are carnivores of the extreme. They really are, and, and generally speaking, kilos of cheddar. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And we finish, obviously, with a former Liverpool striker, Mr. Dean Saunders, paying more than £50 for a steak. On the TV, Man United against Chelsea. So I'm going to watch the game in my room. When? When it was Man United-Chelsea game was on. This Four is when one. it happened. Right. Right, so I'm going to watch it in the room. So I can't find the room service menu anywhere. So I rang down and I said, uh, excuse me, do you know where the room service menu is, please? He said, it's on the telly. I said, I can't put it on the telly. The I'm game's on. It. Yes, correct. He said, I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up. <laughs> so this young lad came up with a notepad and he wrote on it, sea uh, bass, rump steak and chips <laughs> and, and chi- roast chicken, right? He just put three things on there with his pen. <laughs> So, because I was in a rush watching the game, I went, That's I'll have the steak and chips, please. So, about 10 minutes later, knock at the door. The game's still on. I'm watching the game. I run to the door, take the tray off him, young lad, put it on the bed. He went, excuse me, can you sign the, can you sign the bill, please? So, I went, yeah, quick. So, I went to sign it quick, and I caught a double take on the amount. Mm-hmm. Guess. Rump steak and chips with a tomato on a plate. 15 quid. No. 52 quid. Wow. What? Wow. 52 quid. So I've had to like go through. How have you, what? How have you come to that number? 11 quid for the trade charge. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're just real having a diet Service coke. charge. <laughs> I would have gone down and got it myself. <laughs> so diet coke, steak and chips, 60, what is that? 61 no. pound for the two. That the is... world has gone pear shape. What's the difference between service charge and trade charge? Is trade trade charge bring is bringing it up to your room. And service Seriously? Charge being smiling. Yeah. 52 quid. Mind you, 10 minutes, that's good service. 
Well, yeah, that, well, fair enough. It, it was wasn't his fault. It, it was medium, really, to be fair. The young lad was looking at me, shaking it his like head. He's blue after 10. He said, I, I know. can't believe he was that. Going, I know, I know. Oh, Do you know, I is. cannot believe that, mate. Well, you... I mean, I'm, sh I'm sure there's some horror stories out there. Oh. All right, that's a good way to start Do you know, are you, day, are, you, are, you, are, you <laughs> are you sure? Are you, are you, are you definitely well sure? You've not got a bit of Scottish in you. I mean, I'm the most miserable soon, so I would not pay that, right? And I'm feeling you're of the same ilk. I'm sure you've got Ali, Scottish. I heard you're so tight, you only breathe in. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Very good. That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast. I'm back at the Sports Bar tonight from 10pm alongside Mr. 52-pound state, Dean Saunders himself. There'll be another one of these TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. Mr. Goldstein returns. So do whatever you've got to do to get it, gang. Until then, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. 